West Virginia Writers Podcast Bonus Show Number Two. Welcome to another bonus episode of the West Virginia Writers Podcast. Due to my desire not to have my recording session interrupted by a dog who has to go potty, I have now relocated to the exterior of the Mr. Herman Studios. In other words, I'm sitting in my backyard in a swing, recording this into a laptop. On the bonus show this week, we have two outtakes from last week's tribute episode to Shirley Young Campbell. I trimmed these cuts because they didn't pertain to our subject at the time, but were more kind of conversational pieces between me and my guests Dolly Withrow and Barbara Smith. As part of my interview with Dolly Withrow, we'd covered a very early writing class that she'd taken from our founder, Shirley Young Campbell, which was the first time she'd met Mrs. Campbell. Dolly was actually going back to school at the time to get her graduate degree. Knowing Dolly's place as an expert grammarian, not to mention the eventual author of the college textbook, The Confident Writer, I wondered what she had studied early on in her college career. I also wondered what sort of occupation Dolly held at the time of that first writing class. What were you doing around the, that time as far as employment and as far as, as your own writing? Was this the earliest, was the class one of the, the earlier stabs at writing that you had made? Yes, that that was, um, I had always, I won't say I'd always wanted to be a writer. Actually, I wanted to be a movie star when I was little, but uh, you know how people say they always wanted to be a writer. I loved grammar. I simply uh, loved it. And I, I entered writing through the back door, so to speak. I thought, well, if I can construct sentences and I have something to say, uh, perhaps I can write. But at that time, I was not... Um, I, don't, I wasn't employed. Uh, our children were very small, and I was simply a housewife, a wannabe writer, and I didn't write at that time. Uh, writers write. They don't sit around and talk about it. <laughs> you know, you, you put your bottom on a chair, and you sit in front of your computer or whatever, and you write. So I was not really involved in very much at that time. That class was kind of an outlet for me. Uh, I didn't talk to little toddlers all day, you know, that sort of thing. <laughs> so um, I hadn't started a college yet. I, you know, I started a college quite late in life, really, compared to most people. So um, that's that's how I came to, to enroll in the class. When you began college, what were you studying? Oh, when I entered college, uh, they wanted to give me uh, a test to see what I, my aptitude test, and I said, well, there's no need in that. I want to uh, major in English, which I did, and it turned out very well. <laughs> I, I would say so. Well, that would that would be the only subject I could major in. And fortunately, I didn't have to have any math classes because I'm telling you, I'm weak in math. Strong in English and weak in math. What's that right brain? <laughs> yeah. I have seen that a lot among, among my fellow writers and, and suffer from it myself. I know exactly what you're saying. <laughs> In fact, speaking of aptitude tests, I used to say that if I were to take an aptitude test, they would tell me that, that what I'm ideally suited for as far as employment is hating algebra. Oh, yeah, mine too. I agree with you. Would go in for eight hours a day and just sit and hate algebra, and my boss would come along and say, are you hating algebra? And I would say, yes. He goes, no, I think you can hate it more. <laughs> I'd make an A-plus in hating algebra. <laughs> For my conversation with Barbara Smith, we covered the fact that her first novel and one of her more recent novels were both published by Mountain State Press, the publishing house co-founded by Shirley Young Campbell. 
I had assumed that this was her most recent book, but it turns out Barbara has another one that has just been published that I was unaware of. Uh, my most recent book is actually a collection of sports poetry, which is being published was published by a Kentucky publisher, and it's designed for use in middle school and high school English classes, with the idea that a lot of almost all kids love sports, but they're not real crazy about poetry. So we put together a little collection of sports poetry. Oh, very cool! And then, then we put discussion questions with them, and and then at the back of the book, in case it's a PE PE teacher who's teaching English, we gave him some suggested answers to the questions. <laughs> so it's, a, it's a neat little book. What was it called again? On golf and various other sports and non-sports. It sort of reminds me. I'm not much of a sports fan myself, and I don't write poetry in general. Um, when I lived in Lewisburg, the Trillium Performing Arts group there came to me because I'd done some uh, prose readings for them before, and they said, Eric, we have this chocolate festival coming up. Do you have uh, any poetry about chocolate? Yeah. And I was like, well, A, I, I don't write poetry, and B, I don't like chocolate. <laughs> and they were, they were like, oh, okay. Other than that? <laughs> but then they, were, they came back and they said, well, do you have anything you've written against chocolate? And I was like... <laughs> No, but I could write you something. That's good. That's a good story. Might have to do that for sports, too. Well, that about wraps things up for this second of our West Virginia Writers bonus podcasts. This time, of course, accomplished without the interruption of... (laughs) What is it now? No, you don't have to go potty. What if you do have to go potty? We're outside. Go. Potty. (laughs) Not potty? (laughs) What? Timmy? The kid from down the... He's in the well? Again? Oh, Lord have mercy. That kid will not stay out of that well. Yeah, Yeah, I understand. Well, yeah, if the kid's parents would invest in a well cap, I'm sure the whole neighborhood would sleep better. Come on, I'll get the ladder. We can go get him out. Join us next time for the West Virginia Writers Podcast.